Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You know, it's sunny outside. We're coming off a Chiefs win. I'm in Two weeks until the Super sleeves. Bowl. I mean, this is this is incredible. Given where we've been for the last couple of weeks, it's gorgeous. Kids had no school last Monday because it was cold and icy. Let's remember that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a good day to be in Kansas City no for kidding. many reasons. <laughs> why? Why? Whatever do you mean? <laughs> Nothing. It's just a normal day for us. You know, you know, what's funny is I'm looking out on Shawnee Mission Parkway. It, it was, again, empty at the QT where I stop every morning. Uh-huh. Nobody was in there. I have a feeling there's a significant portion of the KC population that took today off. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, if if you can't... The game was at 2 in the afternoon. Uh, uh, yeah. Who hey, needed today off? That doesn't mean the party stopped at 5. <laughs> yes. Mean, uh, I'm guessing the party went way late into the night because there's nobody out today. Uh, feel free to give us a call. 913-586-7798. There are 50 different things we can talk about from yesterday. Um, it's kind of fun to be talking about good news. Uh, in in almost every way. I have a few questions about the game that came after ours that we'll get to uh, here coming up in a little bit. I was laughing at myself because I am looking at flights to Las Vegas now. If you would like to spend that money to go, um, I'm happy to tell you what I found. Uh, We can get to that as well. I didn't almost... Did you by any chance check flight number 87 or flight number 1989? No, but I, um, (laughs) I could. I was just looking at the best deals, but I could look at those... Here's the problem with Google Flights, as I squirrel for half a second with that. Um, which airline was doing which? Was it American? I don't have it in front I of me. I think it was American and United. I, that seems to stick out in my head, but I could be wrong. Let me let me look it up real quick. But yeah, if, if in case you missed the reference, the, there were a couple of airlines that added flights out of KCI to Las Vegas, and they were flights number ninety nine or flights number eighty seven for Travis Kelsey's jersey number and nineteen eighty nine, of course, for Taylor Swift's album. Uh, we can, and Colin maybe can help us out with this here as we're talking through this. Um, I, whenever I look for flight deals, I always start with Google Flights because it's the easy, it aggregates in from multiple places, except for Southwest, which is completely irritating, but it brings all the flights into one place. What it doesn't show right away is flight numbers. And so there's no way for me to easily look for those. Gotcha. Okay. So, but we can definitely do that. American is the one with flight number 1989. So we hit that Okay. One. That is the one that leaves at 4.15 p.m. on Friday, February 9th. Um, what was the other one? 15.87 is the... Okay, so United's flight, 19.89, is 4.15 p.m. on Friday, February 9th. And their flight, 15.87, is the 5.15 p.m. on Thursday, February 8th. And so, yeah, with well, the American flights are 19.89 and then just 87. Is That's the oh, return yes. flight from Las okay. Vegas to Kansas City. And that's February 12th at 12.20. 
Uh, real quick, here's what I have found so far is that um, your cheapest option, if you're going to go, is to go on Thursday and come back on Monday um, and go Frontier on the way out and Spirit on the way back. And that's 459 round trip. Even, wow. Which is a, an incredible deal compared to everything else I found. Yeah, but I mean, for those two airlines, that's, I, I don't think I've ever seen a flight that's, <laughs> well, that's round trip though, right? That 450 round trip. Okay, Those yeah. are two budget airlines. That's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's not too bad. Um, yeah, still in all, I mean, the game, I, you know yeah. what? I, I've got to start betting with my head. I don't bet very much. I mean, like almost none at all, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially on football. But what did I say? I mean, we, we, when we were breaking this thing down, and looking ahead to the AFC Championship game, when we were talking about this on Friday, what did I say? I said, you know, D- D- Jackson, the quarterback for Baltimore, he's the kind of guy who can take over a game. But he's also the kind of guy that if you catch him on the wrong day, he will make the mistake that will cost you the game. Hey, uh, Colin, you're a football guy. What do they say about throwing a pass late over the middle? Is that a real good idea? No, especially if it's into triple coverage triple when coverage. your receiver gets hit a little early yeah. in the end zone. Uh-huh. So, yeah, he did. He blew it. I mean, uh, it, it, now, it's a team sport. One guy making a mistake isn't going to, you know, it, that's not enough. But they just did not play well. I, In my opinion, honestly, neither team played terribly well. The Chiefs didn't score a point in the second half. But they did enough to win, and that's really what's important. If you want to look for a guy that blew it, you talk about Lamar Jackson. Talk about Zay Flowers oh, a little yeah. bit getting a terrible taunting call. Terrible for him. That, that was bad by him. And then he fumbles the ball into the end zone. That F- one's on him. And then goes and cuts his hand because he's throwing a tantrum over on the bench. Yeah, so you, so, can, you can say what you want about Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I think it's a Zay Flowers mistake that cost him the game. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, like I said, he wasn't alone in that. But the other thing is, and this came up over and over again, to the point where my wife said, these guys are, t- they're, they're killing themselves. Mm-hmm. They're, she said, this is the least disciplined football team I think I've ever seen. And I said, you're exactly right. They were taking stupid penalties all day long. And again, I- I'm not sad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, right. you want to hand the Chiefs the game? Go right ahead. Be my guest. All right. We have a ton to get to. Um, I have questions about Dan Campbell. I have questions about the 49ers. We have things to talk about with the Chiefs playing in Las Vegas, about the Chiefs flag that's under Allegiant Stadium, which everybody was picking up. The Maryland governor doesn't know where Kansas City is. We'll get to all that coming up later on, which which became a little more irrelevant because they lost. But yeah. nonetheless, uh, but we can go to the phones here if you have thoughts. Feel free to give us a call. Let's go to Paula in Independence. Hi, Paula. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good, good. Are you one of the ones that took off of work today? No, I'm working right now, but I DoorDash, so there's that. There you go. Uh, I do want to say that, first of all, Dana Parks has a grievance day on Fridays. Yes. And I know you guys don't, but my grievance is you guys are not on. I can't listen to you on the weekends. I hate it. I can't wait for Monday. You're very kind to say so. Thank you. But um, this is Super Bowl 58. What does 58 remind you of? Uh, Derek Thomas. Oh, right. Uh, of course. Yes. Yeah, we we got this. He's going to be with us. We got this. This is not just a no-brainer. This is Super Bowl 58. Derek Thomas is going to be helping us out. Love it. I love it. Paula, sure. thank you. No Thanks, problem. Paula. Have a good day. Well done. Appreciate yeah. you getting in. Um, okay, where do we begin here? Um, for a second, let me just pick on the Maryland governor. If you missed this tweet over the weekend, I didn't respond to this because I was not nearly as witty 
as the 4,000 people that chose to. <laughs> I was just thoroughly enjoying it. But the governor of Maryland, whose name escapes me at the moment, tweeted at Governor Laura Kelly, the governor of Kansas, where the Chiefs don't play, at least at the moment, uh, saying, you know, looking forward to a game on, on Sunday, what should we bet? And part of the question, which was obviously a gaffe, and part of the question was, should she respond and should he take it down? And I'll give her credit for the fact that she sort of allowed him to save face a little bit. Yeah, and she didn't, went right along Yeah, with didn't it. embarrass him. Yeah. <clears throat> and just said, yeah, we, we all root for Kansas City, so... Wes Moore, by the way, is the, is the governor of Maryland. I had a, yeah, I had time to go back through our thread and find that. Uh, but yeah, he uh, he's 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 made a mistake that several have made before him. However, I mean, do you watch football? Have you watched the Chiefs when they're playing a home game? Because every time they say Arrowhead Stadium, Kansas City, Missouri, it's right there on the screen, dude. Yes. Who is Dan Campbell as I talk about the game after ours for just a moment? And why did the internet hate him last night so much? Dan Campbell is the coach of the Detroit Lions. Why they hated him in particular last night, aside from the fact that he did a terrible coaching job in the second half, and and again, I mean, the Lions had the game won. They were just running away from San Francisco, and then all of a sudden San Francisco scored, and they got one turnover. And Boss and I were talking about this before the show. It's amazing sometimes how much one mistake can change the course of a game. And when they lost that fumble in their own territory, San Francisco went, thank you very much, went in, tied the game, and then never looked back. The issue with Dan Campbell is that he's a very aggressive play caller, and he's a very aggressive individual. He made that clear from his first press conference after he became the head coach. He played for the Lions back in the 90s, 80s, whatever it was. He's an older guy at this point. But the issue comes where... You're down by three or you're up by whatever, and I didn't really pay attention to that game at that point. Um, but he should have kicked a field goal. when, yes. And it would have been a long field. It probably would have been about 45, 49 yards, which isn't a chip shot, but when you're up 24 to 7 or 21 to 7, whatever it was at the time, take your points yes. at that point because they ended up losing the game by three by points three, and it because he tight. goes for it on fourth down, doesn't get it, doesn't get his points, and the 49ers come back. Now, that said, and that answers the question why they were getting on him last night, but that said, I will pick on Andy Reid for making the same decision. I don't care if it's the first half of the game. You take the points. It's not like they were, you know, fourth and, and uh, fourth and one on the one. They were fourth and goal mm-hmm. on the 12. That was a terrible decision. Now, it didn't end up biting him in the end, but still, that was a you don't do that in the Super Bowl. Phone lines are ringing 913-586-7798. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll get to your calls. We'll talk more about the game coming up in Las Vegas. There are some Taylor Swifty things to talk about. I, I know that that is going to um, delight some of you and not delight some of you. I think it's interesting because of the math that's involved and just some, the fact that she got almost, I didn't see her very much until the very end. And then just as I was tweeting, gosh, I haven't seen her very much. Then suddenly it was everywhere. So we'll talk about all that coming up next year on KMBZ. 913-586-7798. Chiefs win it. Play the 49ers for a rematch coming up uh, on February 11th in Las Vegas. The last time we played the 49ers, 49ers in the Super Bowl, it was 31 to 20 which they have not forgotten. Uh, we'll get your calls here. Plenty to talk about from yesterday's day. Yeah, let's go to Phil and KCMO up next. Hey, Phil. Hey, hi. Hi. Glad we won. Yeah. But what I want to say is uh, nobody gave this team a rat's chance of getting back to the Super Bowl. 
But I'll tell you what, those two playoff games before this in the extreme winter weather, that hard and, and toughened this team up. I really believe it did. Whereas the Ravens were not playing. We were out playing in, ex, in extreme weather, and this made us a better team. And even the, the, the sports talking heads after the game finally admitted that the Chiefs were tough, that they were a tough team. And usually they're always putting us down for some reason. But, yeah, they come out and said we were a tough team. And I do believe that those two prior playoff games in the extreme weather uh, molded this team for this game. And here we are, back in the Super Bowl. I've, uh, I, I was a kid when the Chiefs came here in 62, and I've never seen football like this with the Chiefs. Yeah, This is a once-in-a-lifetime event. Going, repeating, going to the Super Bowl. Believe me, it's a once-in-a-lifetime event. You got it, Phil. Thank you. Yeah, I, I mean, the now the interesting thing is going to be, of course. I mean, the game in Las Vegas is going to be indoors, so mm-hmm. weather's not going to be a concern. But yeah, I mean, Baltimore. I I don't know even the rain that we talked about on Friday that they were expecting. They got it started around midway through the second quarter, and it was coming mm-hmm. down. I mean, it was coming down hard, but it didn't really seem like it affected either team all that much. It's yeah. just Baltimore came out flat. Yeah. Um... It is kind of, having been here for a while now, we do kind of feel it. Like, I know the jokes last night on Twitter were, gee, it's been a whole 11 months since we had, you know, since since we, but this this year felt different. I don't like the word underdog for the Chiefs because I feel like we do so well. I don't feel like we're the underdog, but it did feel like, even Patrick Mahomes said this has been the toughest season he's had yet. Yeah. Oh, and it, so to get here anyway is pretty cool. Sure. And that's, I mean, you had a lot of players that have left over the last little while. He has fewer people to, th- to throw to. And I think midway through the season, to Phil's point, they were struggling. I mean, they were struggling on offense. They were losing games they shouldn't have lost. And that's hard to come back from. But, I mean, you, you have a team that has two guys who, if they are playing it, well, three, really, two on offense and one on defense. If they're playing at the top of their ability, they're almost unstoppable. And, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, if those three are having a good day, it's going to be a bad day for the other team. All right, real quick note um, in terms of Las Vegas, next week is going to be absolutely insane. Super Bowl week is nuts anyway. And then to have it in Las Vegas is just going to be crazy. Uh, But there were tweets last night saying uh, neither the teams, the 49ers or the Chiefs are going to be playing anywhere near the are going to be staying anywhere near the strip. Uh, The Chiefs will stay at the Weston Lake, Las Vegas. The 49ers will be located at the Hilton Lake, Las Vegas. That is 25 miles off the strip. They want them as far away from the action as they can possibly be. Right. Uh, Yeah, there there have been rumors about player behavior before Super Bowls in the past, and uh, that's not lost. When you have a Super Bowl in a town that's famous for being a party town, like New Orleans, like Tampa, like Las Vegas, like Los Angeles, then it could be a little tough sometimes. By the way, you mentioned the underdog thing. Right now, the Chiefs are slated as the underdog in this game, but not by much. This one's real close. The line right now is anywhere between a point and a point and a half. Well, that'll make it more fun Yep, to, to have it that way. Um, all right, so Taylor Swift was at the game last night. If you didn't know that, um, I, 
I don't, I know people have different feelings about it. She at one point said to the camera that was on her from CBS, stop filming me. I mean, she kind of shooed them away at one point yeah. and said, stop, you know, even she acknowledged that she didn't want the exposure that this was about. This was about the chiefs and not about her. In fact, I saw her very little during the coverage of the game. After the game, there was a lot of coverage, much to the delight of people that like to be happy about things. And if you don't like to be happy about things, then perhaps you were annoyed by the PDA, whatever. Um, I'm glad that my math was right. I said on Friday that she was playing in Sydney. I looked at her schedule wrong. She is playing in Tokyo the night before the Super Bowl. Thank you, International Dateline, for being where you are <laughs> and for that show ending um, at about 10 p.m. on Saturday night. And so the weird thing about going that direction over the international dateline is that you gain the time go. She's going to lose the time when she goes to Tokyo. We don't care. She loses two days going. She gains it coming back. And so long story short, she will get to she could she could get to Las Vegas at about five o'clock in the morning on Super Bowl Sunday, even after having played until 10 o'clock the night before. Right. So even though she'll, I mean, I don't know if she sleeps on planes. I don't. But uh, it, it, you know, either way, she'll have plenty of time to come in, get some rest, get ready for the game, do whatever it is she wants to do. So, yeah, it'll happen. She'll be there, and it'll be yet another spectacle for the NFL. And the thing is, like you said, I mean, there are so many people who say, oh, it's annoying. They're always talking about Taylor Swift. It's a football game. The NFL we said this from the, immediately from when this became a thing. As soon as those two became an item, we said the NFL loves this because, I mean, it's money. That's what yeah. that's what this equates to for them. And now we know what kind of money we're talking about. $331 million. Is that the figure that I yeah. saw? Mm -hmm. Just her um, presence at these games and her association with the NFL now, $331 million is what they say it's brought in. Yes, just to the NFL and, and to the Chiefs because, I mean, all the gear that they're selling, every time she puts something on that's got a Kansas City Chiefs logo on it, it sells out. And it's selling out to people who don't watch football, but yeah. they don't care. The NFL, if their name is on that label, they make money from that. Yeah, yeah. So, um Get ready to see her at the Super Bowl. Um, we also didn't see any of Jason Kelsey last night. So there was a moment also to talk about between Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey. The, the post game was really fun to watch. Yeah. At a time where, you know, we don't necessarily uplift men who have these close relationships and are, you know, and are physical. And they really had kind of a cool moment. We can't repeat for you some of what they said <laughs> on the air. Uh, but they had kind of a, a cool brotherly moment after the game. Yeah, and that was it wasn't one of the first things that Travis said to Taylor after the game is, where's Jason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when they found each other, she kind of backed out of the way, yep. knowing that the camera was kind of on the two of them. And then Jason did some said some things about go get him at the Super Bowl. And how much fun is it going to be to see a Jason Kelsey at the Super Bowl? I mean, in, in the week before, like you think Travis, it was one thing to have them playing against each other last year, but yeah. to have Jason Kelsey be a spectator all week. Right. Kylie's got her work cut out for her. You know what? That week. If, if they have any smarts at all, there will be a network that will pay Jason Kelsey a boatload of money to go out and do all kinds of social media presence stuff. I mean, if they're not throwing money at Jason Kelsey right now, they're missing a bet. Yeah. Uh, if you have further thoughts on the game, feel free, 913-586-7798. Um, still to come this hour, 
KCK police now and Highway Patrol have both put out warnings, or excuse me, KDOT, have both put out warnings about the pothole problem that we've got. I know we talked about it Friday. It's getting worse. If you want to weigh in, feel free. Uh, We'll be back with that next year on KMBZ. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Talking about the game from yesterday and looking forward to the Super Bowl coming up 13 days from right now. Uh, keep in mind, Usher going to be doing the halftime show there. Is it Reba McIntyre that's doing the national anthem? Reba McIntyre's doing the national anthem, uh, and I'm trying to remember, is it uh, who's, is it Post Malone that's doing America the Beautiful? I'm looking that's at that's not ringing a bell. No, uh, yeah, I think it's I'm not wrong a about name that. I knew. Oh, okay. When that was announced, and I know Post Malone. Um, okay, be cool <laughs> yeah. if it was Post Malone. Yeah, really. Um, it's wow at the. <laughs> yes, I'm right. typing as I'm doing this. We can this. go to the phones here while John's looking that up. <laughs> oh, um, Babyface. That's who it is. Uh, are you who, sure? Um, this year? Didn't he do it last oh, no, year? No, that was last year. Huh. The internet's hard. It is hard. Post okay. Malone. I was right. Really? It's Post Malone. I thought it, I thought there was another name in some in there somewhere that I didn't know. Yeah, uh, there's... Um, I'm trying to remember now who the young lady is who's doing uh, Lift Every Voice and Sing. Uh, that's going to be uh, Andra Day. That's who I didn't know. Okay. I thought there was somebody in there where I'm like, okay, that's a pretty good lineup, except for this person that I don't, I'm not familiar with. All right. Doesn't mean she's not good. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she's wonderful. We'll, we'll find out on Super Bowl Sunday. We'll go to Josh in the Northland up next. Hey, Josh. Hey, guys. Happy Monday. Same back. What's going on? To, I just wanted to throw it out there. I am sick and tired of everyone when they don't get their way. Oh, it's rigged. The NFL's rigged. (laughs) The refs refs make mistakes every single game. If you watch it unbiasedly, you'll see them miss calls or make bad calls both ways. Sure. It it happens all year long. The Ravens beat themselves last night. Anyone who actually thinks the NFL is rigged, their brain's rigged for ignorance. Like, I'm just (laughs) sick of hearing it, man. 
Yeah. Oh, listen, I couldn't agree with you more, especially about yesterday's game. Anybody that thinks that, that there was some kind of bias against the Ravens wasn't watching the game. I mean, when you shove a guy after the play, when you walk up and, and headbutt a guy face mask to face mask after a play, that's going to cost you 15 yards every time. And he did it right in front of an official. The guy was standing a foot and a half away looking right at him. Yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, it's football. They, there, there's certain things you can and can't do. And yeah. I mean, any. It, I, I've I've seen a lot of people complaining about it. It's like, did you not see that defensive lineman just basically punch Mahomes in the face? In the face. Yes. The ball? Right. <laughs> throw a flag on that. Like, come on, man. Not to mention, yeah, there was another helmet to helmet hit on Mahomes. Yeah, they, they were doing yep. stupid, oh, stupid yeah. things trying to intimidate the Chiefs all game long, and it backfired on them. Go Chiefs, guys. You got it, Josh. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, this is going to be a long 13 days. This is always the hard part. Yeah, and it's funny because it, right now, and I know, I mean, I'm sure the number of people who have watched the San Francisco 49ers game, aside from yesterday, mm-hmm. this whole season long in this area is probably pretty low. They don't have that. It's, I mean, the Ravens and the Raiders are pretty much the two teams in the league right now that have a reputation for that kind of dirty play. Mm-hmm. The Niners don't. They may try to come out and physically intimidate you, but it's going to be within the bounds of the rules. So I think this on that front is going to be a very even matchup. I mean, at this point, the Chiefs don't have somebody that I would label a dirty player. Um, so nationally, is this not a matchup that people care a lot about? Not really. Just in social media this morning, there was some stuff on TikTok about like the map, of course, like who's rooting for who right. in the country. And like people in Kansas, Kansas, Missouri are rooting for the Chiefs. People in California are rooting for the 49ers. Nobody else cares. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, San Francisco is a big market, but it's not L.A. Right. And, you know, as far as the Chiefs are concerned, all anybody is really concerned about outside of this area about the Chiefs is this run. I mean, that mm-hmm. that makes it a little bit more of a story is the fact that this is four Super Bowl appearances in five years. That's incredibly rare, mm-hmm. So, especially for a team that's won a couple of them. So it just doesn't happen. So to, in order to, to kind of see that kind of greatness and the Taylor Swift factor involved in that as well, sure. I think somebody predicted on the text line a little earlier that this will be the most watched Super Bowl in history. I don't think that's a stretch. I don't either, uh, for whatever reason. I mean, for either the reasons that you just said, it'll be a combination of the two. I think it would be highly watched either way. Yeah. Um, And also just because of Mahomes being kind of a star and Travis Kelsey being kind of a star. And I couldn't name you a single player on the 49ers. Right. But I know players on other teams. We also got used to, for a while, having the Super Bowl, and Tom Brady was responsible for a lot of this, be the this kind of grizzled old veterans. You know, Mm -hmm. Peyton Manning didn't win a Super Bowl until far into his career. John Elway was almost ready to retire when he won his first Super Bowl. That that was kind of the thing. And now Patrick Mahomes, granted, he's been in the league now, what, seven years? years and i mean that's a lot of super bowls in seven years or is it six i I can't even keep it straight at this point it might be six he's 28 yeah okay yeah so it'd be six years and brock purdy's brand new so the fact that you have a couple of young exciting guys leading both of these teams i think that adds into that factor as well super cool happy monday Red Monday, kind of fun, uh, and we'll uh, we'll get you whatever updates we've got. I didn't look up tickets. Ticketmaster thought I was a bot when I tried to look up <laughs> tickets to the Super Bowl, so I didn't get very far into beep, it, into beep, the tickets. Beep, beep, if you uh, if you want to go, I also know hotel prices are pretty reasonable right now, uh, depending on where in Las Vegas you want to stay. 
I'm, I've only been to Las Vegas a couple of times, but I'm hearing from friends that it's around 200 they have that you a, can get. They have a night. lot of hotels there, I think. I've also heard that, yes, that there are, there are I, at some point today, I'll look up Airbnb just to see how high Airbnb prices are. Oh, yeah. We, the, the sports guys, the 610 guys, the midday guys, we, mm. we've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks because they're on their way out there. I mean, yeah. up till now, it had been just kind of looking around, but now they know for sure that they're going to be out there. And I asked them this morning, you know, do you guys have your reservations yet? And they said, that's what we're talking about right now. They had been doing the same thing, looking up Verbos and Airbnbs and all of that stuff, because why stay in a hotel, especially on the strip? It's going to be crazy. Um, it just kind of, I'm, I don't do Airbnb. I rarely ever do Airbnb because I like, I like the vibe of a hotel, but I always think events like this are interesting. Just like my advice is if you have space that you can run out during the world cup and you don't live in Kansas city proper where it gets a little more difficult. I mean, six months before big events like that are when people start to prime their Airbnbs because you know, tens of thousands of people are coming to town, Yeah, but they also usually go for a lot of money. Also. I remember when we were doing, um, the draft weekend here, and we talked about all the people being here. Airbnbs here were were really high. Still, though, I mean, if you're going to go out for, if you're going to be there for an entire week, and you have the people game, with you, like yeah, like they are. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense to have a home base, and it's it's easier to do that. I don't know if they've made their final arrangements yet. Well, that sounded awful. It's, it's like they died. Uh, I mean, there are arrangements for the game yet. I don't know if that's uh-huh. solidified, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll keep an ear on that and see if we can figure out where they're going to be. And I'll, I'll poke around a little bit on Airbnb site just to see what they've got. Uh, let's go next to Jim in KCMO. Hey, Jim. Hey, Jim. Good morning. How are you? Doing fine. What's on your mind? Uh, just a couple of observations. And I made this comment right at the beginning of the game to my wife. And I had money on the Chiefs, took the points. Um, but anyway, I said, they're too cocky. Right now, the Ravens think all they have to do is come in and put their hat on the field, and they're, they're supposed to win this game. Exactly all right. All the big boys said they were going to win this game. All the prognosticators. All, I mean, very few people, if you watched any of the, the pregame, Boomer Esiason was the only one that picked the Chiefs. Everybody was just high on the Ravens, and that gets in your head. I've seen it time and time again with the Chiefs as far back as the Colts many times. Oh, we're supposed to win this game. And you don't have to go back too far to Thursday night football, the opening of this season. The Chiefs had that same attitude. And walked out and got beat by the Lions, right. And and they got beat by the Lions. That's exactly right. Yeah. Football is who wants this more, period. Right. And then then you have to execute that there's so much heart and so much emotion in these games. It's unbelievable. You're right, uh, Jim. Well said, man. I, I couldn't agree more. I think uh, I think he's right about that. I think the Ravens walked out onto that field yesterday saying, okay, this is already won. Let's just go out and do it. And they they found out that, no, it's, it's never that easy. It's never that easy in the NFL, even if you're playing bad teams. How many times have we seen a good team look past somebody and end up getting whacked? Yeah. All right, I'm on Airbnb site. Here's what I'm laughing about now is that um, if you go to Airbnb site – and you, you're looking up and there's a list there of there are 964 places in Las Vegas open still for that weekend. That's going to change dramatically through the day. There are little um, bubbles in the corner, like guest favorite or whatever. Yeah. No cleaning fee now is something that, um, that places will advertise because Airbnb's gotten so carried away with their cleaning fees sometimes. It depends on how much you want to pay. <laughs> um, you can pay 600 a night if you want, or you can pay 200 a night. There are Airbnbs, not a lot of them, 
but there are apartments for 200 a night on the strip. Yeah, it, you know, it's funny you mentioned that, too, about the cleaning fees. I had a look up. This was the first time that I ever looked up a Verbo because I had a trip planned for over the weekend that unfortunately got all kinds of screwed up, but uh, was looking at driving back here from Phoenix and stopping along the way, you know, a couple of places, Amarillo, Texas was one of them that I was looking at. And that was, it was the first time that I had looked up any Airbnb or Verbo. I've never done any of that before. And that was the first thing that a lot of people had in their listings. No cleaning fee. <laughs> no, no, we dropped this, we dropped that. But the other thing that I noticed, though, is even for the people that still have the outrageous cleaning fees, like $120 a night or whatever, it all evened out. You know, the places with no cleaning fee just charged you more for the rental. Um, okay. I've not found that to be true, usually. Um, and you were on VRBO, not Airbnb. I looked up both. Okay. I have found cleaning fees. To, in fact, I've gone off about it on Twitter. I have found cleaning fees to be, um, it, it's what makes me crazy about Airbnb is that I, on the occasion that I will look, you will find a place that'll be a hundred dollars a night and the cleaning fee will be one fifty. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, it just it, doesn't matter. But is a comparable place that doesn't have a cleaning fee listed for a hundred dollars a night, or do they list theirs at two fifty? I don't compare that often, to be quite okay, frank. Yeah. I don't. I just don't look that often. That's what I mean. Uh, is when I was comparing places that were about the same size in the same area of town, the final price ended up being pretty similar between all of them. It was just how they chose to bro- break it up. My annoyance about that, as we go off on this for half a second, is that they don't prorate that cleaning fee based on how many nights you're there. And I get it. They're paying the same amount to clean it, regardless of whether you're there for two nights or a week. But if I'm only there for two nights, I shouldn't pay the same amount as if I'm there for a week, I feel like. How much can you trash the place up in two nights, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, 913-586-7798 if you want in. Uh, Again, we will just take a quick tour around here with the uh, the pothole situation, which I think has been replaced by steel plate season. We'll get to that coming up here in KMBZ. Who's this? This is Andrew Day. This is the young lady who's going to be singing Lift Every Voice and sing at the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I think she can sing. <laughs> she had radio hits. Has she been around the, a while? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, this is probably the biggest one. This is a song called Where Do We Go? Um, okay. And yeah, the, this is the one that's been mo- most successful for her so far. Okay, cool. We will hear more of her coming up at the Super Bowl. So I noticed over the weekend the steel plates now that seem to be on every inch of road in Kansas City, which is what you do when you have potholes and you haven't had time to fill them in yet. That way people don't just run into them with their tires and and pop them. Those now are all over the place. KCK police came out with a warning, so did KDOT. Yes, and I love the one from KDOT because it's essentially, look out! (laughs) Basically, they said, yeah, uh, be real careful about those potholes. And, uh, you know, if you see one, uh, drive around it. You think? Thanks. Wow. Wow. Really? I mean, you've opened doors for me. I I have no idea. (laughs) By the way, one quick kvetch on the steel plates, if I may. Uh Why are the edges of the steel plates perpendicular to the ground? Is there no way to bevel those things a little bit so when you hit them, the car doesn't go? So what I've seen in some places um, when they're not just like haphazardly thrown onto the ground. (laughs) Yeah. Is that, I don't, and I don't know the right verbiage here, but they're um, like gravel or something is put in to fill in so that you, there's a little bit of a ramp. Yeah. I think ramp sometimes. is a generous word to use, but there's something there so you don't just go pop up and then down real right. fast. Sometimes they, they're conscientious enough to do that. Other times, I mean, if you're talking about the work that they're doing on 435, I mean, it's throw a plate down, bolt it down to the ground and done and get yeah. out of there. And it just, yeah, it's terrible when you run over those things. 
Um, yeah, police said the story out of Channel 9 was last or earlier on Friday. We can't even keep up anymore. And feel free again, boy, uh, you as listeners were super helpful to us on Thursday and Friday, letting us know what you were seeing, especially if you start to see two or three or 10 cars gathered together, which is what we saw late last week, uh, just with the potholes in the area. Um, we're going to get more of it now because we're supposed to hit almost 60 this week. Yeah. And so just the physics of that. Here we go. As the ground warms up, those voids happen. And we uh, we explained some of that last week. Not that, again, you didn't know, but still, uh, for the uh, folks who didn't, this is why this happens. We get a real hard freeze, and then all of a sudden it gets really warm. That's the worst of all worlds for a roadway. So get ready for more of it. And you're right. I mean, we were seeing pop tires, bent wheels, uh, suspension damage, all kinds of stuff. Moving on here. Um, I said to you off the air, I cannot keep up with the details of the Alex Murdoch story. I'm glad that you do yep. because I find it interesting, but I there are too many branches to this tree for me to keep up with. This is the lawyer in South Carolina who was accused and then convicted of murdering his wife and his son and all kinds of other financial crimes. And I mean, his son, the one who was murdered, also had his share of foibles over time, including a boating accident where a young woman was killed. Uh, that they figure that he was probably responsible for. I mean, the entire thing was an absolute mess. And the trial was a circus. He was convicted and sentenced to prison. He's now petitioning for a new trial, saying that the court clerk was involved in all kinds of impropriety and influencing the jury, saying things to them like, well, this shouldn't take long, as they were going out for deliberations and uh, admonishing them. Now, the judge can make any instructions he wants about what they should take into account, what they can't take into account, the ways that they should come to their verdict. But Murdoch himself was making the case that this court clerk was giving the jury extra instructions that would have damaged him. The court clerk, for her part, has not been charged. She denies almost everything that Murdoch says she did. And the hearing for that is going on where they're asking for a new trial, where Murdoch and his attorneys are asking for a new trial. That hearing is going on right now. Don't think we'll likely get a decision on that during the show today, but we're watching it. Why do I? Why does this case annoy me so much? <laughs> because he's why an annoying I... human being. Who was entitled, who wanted to fake a suicide. I mean, and and I, this was more interesting to me at the beginning of this, the first time we, that we talked about him. Yep. But I, no, it's every retrial. It's every call for a new trial. It's every fighting, every ruling. And I think it's because there's so much money involved. And, and the crazy thing about it is, I mean, this guy was a high-powered attorney that everybody in that area of South Carolina knew by name. A lot of them were beholden to him. He was politically connected. He had everything going for him. And he comes off like such a dumb hick. Yeah. That it's like, how can somebody that stupid be in that kind of position of power? And, you know, and again, I mean, the, the fact that he was defrauding everybody and, and just involved in the behavior that he was you're right it's galling because he thought he was that far above everybody else around him yes um okay i will rely on you to just let me know when i need to care <laughs> okay we'll do i will <laughs> someone must do this final work i will sacrifice <laughs>
because I just I absolutely just cannot keep up a uh, real quicker while we have a couple of minutes. We spent a solid hour on Friday talking about the problem of school lunch debt in general, but specifically this district out of Georgia, where they had um, racked up eighty eight thousand dollars in school lunch debt. And it was because the free everything lunch programs have been effect because of COVID-19 had ended. And so people that previously got meals for free for their kids now have to pay for them. We threw around a lot of solutions. We kind of didn't know what to do about it. And there has been a solution to at least that problem over the weekend. From a really interesting source, because this came from the Arby's Foundation. And yes, that's the charitable wing. It's like McDonald's has the Ronald McDonald House. Arby's has the Arby's Foundation. And they donated a million dollars to cancel the school lunch debt of 7,413 students across the state of Georgia this week. Yeah, that was in four public school districts in the metro Atlanta area. Uh, They said they had finalized $203,000 in donations to the city schools of Decatur. That was the district we talked about. Uh, Cobb County School District, Henry County School District, and Fulton County. The other $800,000 will go to other schools across the country. Good. Good for them. And what I have to wonder is, is this something that Arby's can get involved in? Because clearly they have an interest here. Uh, yeah. You know, the, their charitable foundation didn't have to take up this as their cause. But can Arby's go a, a step beyond and start making deals with school districts? To, I mean, they do feed people for a living. Yeah, it, it feels like a really good cause. I will happily talk about Arby's all day if that's the if that's the cause they decide to take up. You know, Ronald McDonald House famously helps families of kids that are that are in intensive care and NICU and that kind of thing. Wonderful work, incredibly wonderful yeah. work that they do. Yes, let the, if this becomes the thing that the Arby's Foundation does, great. There are also like a bunch of Feeding America groups that chefs that big name chefs get involved in. I could see this being a cause that they take up. Can, can we get a, you know, a, a big celebrity chef to sure. kind of take that on? Um, good on Arby's. We were looking up foundations that do it, but Arby's decided to, to kick in some money um, late last week. So pretty cool that they decided to do that. All right, coming up in the next hour, we'll switch gears here. Who taught you how to drive? A lot of us learned in driver's ed in school. Those programs are going away. It's going to parents more to do it. We'll talk about that coming up here on KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> <laughs> 